Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Destination Debbie Waiver Wire Show for Week 15, the first round of the Fantasy Playoffs. We're here, ladies and gentlemen. We are here. I'm your host, Ike. Be sure you follow me on Twitter at just underscore Ike09. And also check out Off the Line Fantasy Football that drops every Thursday on this same channel. But man, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's briefly recap Week 14. We saw a lot of injuries. Justin Jefferson returned from his injury after a four or five game absence, but unfortunately he left due to a chest injury. He got hit really, really hard over the middle hospital ball by Joshua Dobbs, who ended up getting benched later on in the game because that was probably one of the worst games we've ever seen played by two professional football teams, ending in three to nothing. But Justin Jefferson seemingly has avoided a serious injury. He was checked out at, the, at a local hospital before flying back. And so we'll see how he does uh, throughout the week. And in the same game, his teammate, Alexander Madison, I believe he has a high ankle sprain. That's what the spe- early speculation is, but nothing nothing concrete, nothing you know, fully confirmed as of yet. But that's where it's trending towards. So that obviously means a lot more tight Chandler moving forward. And also in that same game, Josh Jacobs, Raiders running back, he hurt his knee. I think it was like a, you know, a hyperextension of, of sorts. Doesn't seem too serious, but due to the short turnaround, they play on Thursday night versus the Chargers. I don't believe he will play. I don't at least at least I don't anticipate him playing on Thursday, but you know, we'll see. Maybe this injury is not as bad as it as it seems. Um, and then switching gears to New York, or I'm sorry, to Houston, they played the Jets. Uh, Nico Collins, wide receiver for the Texans, man. <sighs> re-injured his calf you know he left pretty early in that one so that that remains to be seen where you know where where he lands um, throughout this week and then cj stroud big one concussion so hopefully he can clear the protocol throughout the week if not that's that means davis mills and if that means davis mills that means this offense is largely going to be a stay away once again you know you know dating back to 2022 so it, it really sucks for, for for Texans fans that had a lot of optimism and they were, you know, you know, turning out points. But this is this is an unfortunate uh, set of injuries in consecutive weeks. And then Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert broke his finger. He's already been ruled out for the Thursday night game against the Raiders. And with Justin Herbert, 
you know, missing time on Thursday night, this will mark the 14th team that's at least, you know, that's lost their quarterback to at least one game this year due to injury. That that's crazy. I, I think that's obviously a record because I this is like an unprecedented amount of quarterback injuries. And yeah, the, the ones that are left standing are, are basically shoo-ins for the playoffs. So, you know, hopefully that, you know, we don't have any more quarterback injuries moving forward. And then just to round out some of the injuries, we had Jerome Ford, hurt, he hurt his wrist. Uh, no, no word on the severity of that. Um, we had, you know, Jake Browning, he had some thumb cramping. He said he's fine, which is, you know, it was, it's, kind of, it's kind of odd to have thumb cramping. But in any event, uh, he, said, he said he's fine uh, post-game. Saw Dalton Kincaid. He had, a, you know, an AC sprain. I think it's grade one. And so I, I, don't, I don't know if he's going to miss time, but he was obviously being affected by you know, Dawson Knox's return from IR. And so, you know, he, he obviously cut into some of his playing time, but now he's injured on top of that. Um, so we'll see how he goes, um, progresses throughout the week. And then lastly, we have saw Tutu Atwell. He left in the second quarter due to a potential concussion. So we'll see if he gets placed in the protocol um, th- this week. Now that just rounds out injuries. Let's briefly touch on a few players that we had picked up last week or we had suggested to pick up last week for week 14. Matthew Stafford, he's been on the list for the last couple of weeks, but this is his third straight game with three plus touchdowns. Now we didn't recommend playing him against the Ravens because the Ravens are a tough defense, but man, three, three straight games with three plus touchdowns, three touchdowns in this one. He finishes a QB five. He's just been on fire lately. He's just been on fire and what what did we say a couple of weeks ago? Pick him up because he's playing the Commanders in Week 15. So imagine what he's going to do to them. Uh, Gardner Minshew, we had, we we had him as a pickup last week. You know, as a streamer, QB 17 on the week could have could have been a lot better. He's feeding he's feeding the hell out of Michael Pittman, so that's what we like to see. But we like to see those numbers a little bit better from from Gardner Minshew's standpoint. Just one touchdown, one interception, and 240 yards as they got blown out by the Bengals. And then we saw Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco for the Browns, QB ten, QB ten on the week. This is the you know second straight game. You know he was a borderline QB one the, the previous week at QB thirteen. Now he's QB ten, and now he's, he has Chicago and Houston coming up in the fantasy playoffs. Pretty favorable schedule. Pretty favorable schedule. I know Chicago's been playing a little bit better lately, but by and large, it's still a, a favorable matchup, and there's still opportunity there. So Joe Flacco. Seemingly going to be the starter for the rest of the season. And if you need a streamer, especially in Superflex, he's 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 most certainly worth an ad right there. Shifting gears to running backs, though. This one makes me happy. Ezekiel Elliott turned back the clock. Turned back the clock on Thursday night against the Steelers. 140 total yards on 29 touches. And as of right now, that is the RB1 overall on the week. RB1 overall in the week. I know there's two games currently going on as I'm recording this. Giants versus Packers. Titans versus Dolphins. So any one of those you know, you know, prominent running backs could potentially have a, have a big game. But right now, Zeke, RB1. So good, good job, Zeke. Keep it up. Keep flourishing. And New England, they have a very, very favorable schedule down the stretch. So I would imagine that Zeke is going to continue to see a lot of volume, a lot of opportunity, and score you guys a lot of fancy points in the fantasy playoffs. Go Zeke. Now, sifting gears to wide receivers, though, not really as not not really a great showing. 
Jonathan Mingo was not able to build on his week 13 performance. Two only caught two of nine targets for 22 yards. That Panthers offense, man, just just gross to look at. Just gross to look at and to watch. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 real tough sledding. Real tough sledding for that offense. Elijah Moore, Elijah Moore disappointed. Now we we were thinking that Amari Cooper was gonna be on the wrong side of questionable going into the game, but he ended up playing and clearing the protocol or or just getting cleared later in the week. So he only saw, you know, Elijah Moore only saw six six targets, turned that to three catches for 42 yards. So um, you know, not 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 the best showing. It was a David Njoku show. He's he caught two touchdowns. So he was a favorite target of Joe Flacco this past week. And then we also said, said that, you know, Noah Brown, he was returning from injury and was going to have some opportunity. But, you know, the Jets, they're the worst, the worst possible matchup for wide receivers. And it showed. Nico Collins got hurt. He wasn't doing much before he left. And then Noah Brown shut out again, shut out again. And then now, like, as I mentioned, this CJ Stroud injury largely makes this offense a stay away. So not the best from a wide receiver perspective in terms of pickups. Now that recaps week 14. Let's go ahead and get some of these pickups for week 15 and you know week one of the fantasy playoffs, maybe even week two and week three of the fantasy playoffs into the championship week. So Matthew Stafford, I've already mentioned, he's got the commanders in week 15. If you want to kickstart, if you want to kickstart your 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 quest to a fantasy championship, Matthew Stafford should be should be starting. He should definitely be starting. Given the hot streak that he's on, and given the food that is coming into L.A., he's going to feast on that commander's secondary. Jake Browning. Jake Browning for the Bengals. Back-to-back weeks of being the QB4 overall. And he's adding a, you know, a little something on the ground. You know, quarterbacks, A couple of quarterbacks sneak touchdowns. He's got Minnesota, Pittsburgh, and Kansas City in the fantasy playoffs. So Minnesota in Week 15, Pittsburgh in Week 16. Kansas City, a tougher matchup in Week 17, but they're, 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 they're somewhat beatable, but more so Minnesota and Pittsburgh. Those are, those are good matchups. He's a borderline starter. Most certainly a starter in Superflex, but you know if you don't like the matchups for some of your starters right now, if you, you know, for you, you, want, you want quarterback teams, uh, Jake, Jake Browning is a, a pretty decent streaming option. Definitely a good streaming option. And lastly, a quarterback, I got Desmond Ritter. I got Desmond Ritter. Now, he, he had a great performance against the Buccaneers from a fantasy perspective. QB2 overall in the week. Everybody is basically feasted against the Buccaneers, so that's not really that surprising given the weapons that he has around him. Now, he has a tough matchup in Week 15 against the, the, the Panthers. Now, the Panthers, as is, is, is crappy as their offense is, their defense is pretty stout, and they've make, made it difficult. They've made it pretty difficult on opposing quarterbacks. So it's not the best matchup. But week 16, he's got Indianapolis. Week 17, he's got Chicago. Pretty favorable schedule from that perspective. The Indianapolis game is going to be indoors, so potential, potential shootout on deck. And what better way you know, to, to, to break in, especially you, you guys with bye weeks that, you know, not sure, not sure at quarterback, have a lot of uncertainty at quarterback. Desmond Ritter versus the Colts. And on the other side, Gardner Minshew versus the Falcons. These these could be the two quarterbacks, you know, surprisingly sneaky shootout uh, potential. They both have weapons around them. So that's one week that you have circled for Desmond Ritter to potentially be a good streaming option. Now, on to running backs, starting with Chase Brown for the Bengals. 
Now, he's less than 10% rostered. He's not playing a ton, but he is starting to get more opportunity behind Joe Mixon. He caught that 54-yard touchdown where he showed some he, he, he showed some jets. He turned on the jets, and he, he was just, just burning off, right? 11 touches, 105 total yards last week against the Colts. Previous week, he had 60 yards rushing on nine carries against the Jags. He could be a, a, a nice little sneaky flex option, potential, potentially. He's he's starting to he's starting to he's starting to get it. He's starting to get after it. They just activated him off of IR a couple of weeks ago, and now they've been you know he was a mega producer in college, had over 1,800 yards his final his final season. So yeah, he's he's a legit. He is legit. Like he, his acceleration and his juice, it just jumps off the page. You know, compared to Joe Mixon. Who I, who I like as a player, but Chase Brown is just another element of speed that that's pretty much unlocked, trying to, unlocking that Bengals offense. And can't believe I'm saying that because you have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins as well. But it's adding another element uh, to that Bengals offense, especially while Joe Burrow's injured and and and, and Jake Browning is is finding his footing as the QB four in back to back weeks. Then obviously Ty Chandler should already be rostered, but for some reason he's only 22 percent rostered on Yahoo leagues. Why is that? I don't know. It doesn't make it doesn't make a ton of sense to me. But Alexander Madison is a potential high ankle sprain. Ty Chandler is, has shown some juice and then the, the limited opportunities that he's had. He's got Cincinnati next. They're the, they're a middle of the pack matchup, but they've allowed ten rushing touchdowns to opposing running backs. So there's nothing to sneeze at. Ty Chandler would definitely be a good spot start in Week 15 for your fantasy squads. And then we want to just highlight the Raiders backfield just in case Josh Jacobs misses any time with that knee injury. The next the next men up, Zamir White and Amir Abdullah. Now just real quick note, Amir Abdullah played 15 snaps versus Zamir White's five. But I, I think you know project projections you know would suggest that Zamir White would be the early down back while Amir Abdullah would be the third down receiving back. I think uh, uh, you know Abdullah played a lot more because they were in such a now I was I was going to say a, tra- a trailing game script, but I mean they just weren't scoring points at all. So I think that's probably why Abdullah was playing so much because they weren't running the ball at all. But again, Josh Jacobs' injury something to monitor. It, you know you should definitely look at picking up Zamir White and Amir Abdullah, and then Deontay Foreman for the Bears. Uh, weirdly led the backfield in snaps and opportunities <laughs> in Week 14 against the Lions. I'm not sure what that was about, but he's. He's widely available on rosters, and he should definitely be rostered, especially this late in the season. Because this late in the season, teams aren't experimenting with stuff. I mean, you, you're they're, they're pretty much you know telling you what they want to do with certain players, how they want to deploy certain players, and it looks like they're they're they're, they're giving Deontay Foreman, uh, you know, some 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 late season opportunity. And just as a reminder, you know, just for, just for some stashes, uh, Rigo Dowdle. For the Cowboys, double, you know, another double-digit carry outing, and you know, late in the season, he's going to be getting some opportunities. So definitely worth a stash. Kenny Gainwell for the Eagles worth a stash as well. Last week we suggested to pick up Antonio Gibson going into the bye week due to the due to the uncertainty of Brian Robinson's hamstring injury. Haven't heard anything. Haven't heard how he's progressing. But but in any event, Antonio Gibson. Should definitely be on rosters. Sixty-one percent roster on sleeper was under fifty percent on ESPN. I'm I'm assuming that's probably climbed to over you know 
it's over the 50 percent threshold but if not worth an ad most definitely and then keaton mitchell again you know he he had a, a pretty a pretty good uh you know chunk run against the rams but he's, he's still under that 50 percent roster threshold on the espn league so obviously worth an ad as well now on to wide receivers staying with the ravens odell beckham jr surprisingly under 50 percent roster t- just turned in his best game of the season had 10 targets 97 yards and a tutty he's heating up man he's heating up he's turning back the clock that that 46 yard touchdown that he caught double move put the defender in a blender caught a pass from caught the caught the deep ball from lamar jackson and that ravens passing attack they got a favorable fantasy playoff schedule starting with jacksonville in week 15 san francisco in week 16 now san francisco on look it looks like a tough defense but that's their front seven their back end not really daunting not really daunting i know you know traverius ward is nice but they give up a lot of they give up a lot of yards they give up a lot of fantasy points and that ravens passing attack could take advantage and then they finished with the miami championship week week 17 so this this is uh it's wheels up for odell beckham in that in that ravens passing game and then Zay Jones for the Jags saw 14 targets, saw 14 targets, only only turned that into five catches for 29 yards. Not the best showing, but Christian Kirk was placed on IR earlier last week. So there's going to be a lot of opportunity for him and Parker Washington, who, you know, he only saw three targets in, in, in week 14, but scored another touchdown back to back weeks with a touchdown for Parker Washington. Also worth an ad. His playing time is going to go up. So Definitely keep an eye on those two on the waiver wire. Then lastly, we got Demarcus Robinson for the Rams. Surprising, surprising people with 10 targets last week against the Ravens. I don't know if that was just game script, but he was on the field a lot. Consecutive games with a touchdown, three catches, 46 yards, and a touchdown this last game. But as I mentioned with Matthew Stafford, they have the Commanders Week 15. And then Tutu Atwell has, you know, a potential concussion. So Demarcus Robinson is, is going to be, his playing time is going to be, you know, locked and loaded and cemented. So you're able to play, you know, play him, you know, Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. They, these, they, they're all viable against commanders in week 15. And then, you know, Jalen, Jalen Hyatt. We also mentioned that, you know, he had a, you know, season high 109 yards against New England. Uh, just make sure he's, he's on, he's on your rosters. Don't know how he's doing. Right now, as I'm recording during the game, hopefully he's doing pretty well. And then Michael Wilson, we haven't seen him in in quite some time due to that shoulder shoulder injury. They've had the bye. He's had time to get healthy. Hopefully, hopefully he can you know return to practice and and play week 14. I'm sorry, week 15 and through the fantasy playoffs. And then lastly, tight ends. Just got one. Just got one tight end. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry for the Patriots. I know he's he was he was on here at the beginning of the year. Now he's on here again, late you know late in the season. Two touchdowns last week against Pittsburgh, only three targets. It just seems like he's the only other only guy in New England that you can really trust to to score to score a touchdown. I know Juju had a really really good game against his old team against the Steelers, ninety one yards on four catches, but didn't find the end zone. So you, you're, there's not a lot to trust on the New England offense outside of Ezekiel Elliott. Now he's going to be getting a lot of carries, and if they get down to the red zone, Hunter Henry will definitely get some looks. So you want tight ends to just fall into the end zone, which is what we've said numerous times. Hunter Henry can do that. He's had 
you know, a couple seasons of nine touchdowns. So he's more than capable of doing that. He's worth an ad as a, as a tight end streamer, especially if you're struggling at that position. So just to recap these pickups, Matthew Stafford is is clear and obvious. Jake Browning, Desmond Ritter. Running backs, Chase Brown, Ty Chandler. The Raiders backfield behind Josh Jacobs, which, which is Amir White and Amir Abdullah. Deontay Foreman for the Bears. Then we got Kenny Gainwell as a stash. Rico Dowdle as a stash. Antonio Gibson, make sure you have him before the bye week. Keaton Mitchell as well. And then wide receivers, Odell Beckham Jr., Zay Jones and Parker Washington, Demarcus Robinson, and just a reminder to make sure you have Michael Wilson and Jalen Hyatt. Then lastly, Hunter Henry at tight end. All right, that's all I got for you guys. Week 14 is coming to a close, last game of the regular season. Hopefully you guys made that playoff push and got in. Those of you that have bye weeks locked in, have fun, don't do too much, scout your opponents. Do whatever it takes to maintain your edge. But in any event, good luck for the remainder of week 14. And good luck in round one of the fantasy playoffs. I will holler at y'all and see y'all next week. Peace out. Peace out.